Hey, Matt. Hello, Mark. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Miraculously, I'm up. (laughs) Oh, yeah? I've I've been sick like a dog. (laughs) Yeah, I got got the corona. Damn. Has your experience been with it? Uh, I mean, the worst part is over. It was like three days of fever and body aches. Mm. Um, now it's then it turned like into a really wicked cold. Okay, <laughs> and now it's just uh, this like sinus migraine, like, nonstop. Like <laughs> I'm popping Tylenols like every every four hours. Oh and man, it's, it's putting a little dent on it. <laughs> Shit! All right, well, you're a soldier for showing up. Can't believe you wanted to even yeah. record at all. But yeah, so my update this week is going to be really short. <laughs> I did nothing. Fair enough. I did lots of lots of binge watching. Okay. Well, that sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I noticed you asked him on Twitter. I was like, "Ooh, I wonder, wonder if he's just really busy writing the next update." Or <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. No. I, I and I just felt so brain dead. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. even couldn't even like go onto Twitter to to say, "Hey, I'm I'm sick. I'm not going to be up, updating anyone on this uh, challenge." Yeah. I, I couldn't even do that. So, yeah, this wasn't part of my 60-day plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my poor Mark. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we'll see. Well, I I mean, today I was actually able to do things on my computer, so that, okay. that's an improvement. Yeah. I'm doing this. This is an improvement. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, but it sounds like you've got a little more to go. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? What did you get done? Yeah. Um, okay. So momentum update for the week, still going, didn't miss a day working at least an hour, but, um, I think yesterday was Friday. I worked, uh, no, excuse me. It was yesterday. Yesterday I worked just one hour. Um, so it's still in my goal, which is great. Um, so since I've been so good at meeting that goal, I'm considering setting it to be two hours a day. Um, And I like I know it's funny because like as a listener it's like isn't he isn't he working like four hours a day like what's going on here but it's funny like an hour is not a lot so when it hurts a lot and you work just an hour you're like okay I met my own commitment but bumping it to two is like that's a much larger part of your day it's a quarter of your day um, right and when things get hectic it's like Oof, I don't know if I can do it. so but um, you know it's been about a month I think that. Uh, this momentum has been tracking, so I think maybe I need to increase it a little bit just to keep that promise to myself. Or maybe if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. But either way, like I like where my my momentum is, and I like that I've, I'm keeping the streak. Um, where am I at? Oh my god! So <laughs> development wise, I was really hoping to be done the Slack integration last week. Didn't quite finish it. Um, man, the Slack integration is pretty painful. Like I don't know if I just like have a mental block about it, but. Um, the reality is when you do, when, when a user, when, it, when a user, when, an, when a user installs an organization, when a user installs a Slack app on behalf of an organization, how that gets persisted or communicated rather to your application is all done through OAuth 2. And these events are sent to you that register the organization with your application. And those are just like organization level apps, but there are also user level apps like Google Drive is a good example. Um, you might have a subscription to Google Drive for your organization, but each user has their own space. 
and maybe they're billed differently depending on how much space is used, or they can interact with their own Google Drive, um, you know, through a Slack command. So what happens is um, Slack can be used as single sign-on to your app. So when a user is added, that user can be communicated to your app via events and you need to provision that user. So uh, I played around with a few apps in the Slack app store and like adding them to the, uh, you know, adding that app to your workspace and what happens after you install it and you get redirected to their website where you are logged in and you're using Slack as your SSO for that site. And I was looking at that experience and I was like, that's pretty cool. But oh my god, I don't want to write that. Ugh, no. Like the, this is destroying me. Like I don't want to. Like <clears throat> I'm I'm really putting a lot of pressure on myself to deliver very quickly because the tech part is very straightforward. I, I don't want to spend a lot a lot of time on it. And already I felt like I've spent too much time. Um, <laughs> to the to the degree that I'm like maybe I just need to make this free. Like I don't want to spend dev cycles <laughs> figuring out how to charge people. Like I just can't. Um, so I've been, uh, so I'm, as I finish up the Slack integration, I'm finally all set. Everything is working. Um, I actually ran into one small hack where, so when you set your Slack bot up, um, you have to tell the bot what contract you want to watch. So I was say, I was thinking like, oh, well, I could build an admin panel and you can configure it that way. But then I'm like, no, then you have to like have a user model and sign in and I have to do all that stuff. So the hack I came up with is when the when the uh, when the app joins the channel, it says like, "Hi, I'm a bot and I'm here to help you." Um, reply to this message with the contract address, and I will <laughs> and I will watch it at any time. You can ping me with a new contract address, and that's the one that I'll watch. So I uh, so I don't have to build an admin portal. You can just communicate with the Slack bot. And it will, uh, and it'll, you can configure it that way. So I don't have to like set up any administration or any portal. I could just skip all that. Um, so at least the configuration aspect is no problem. And then I can, um, I can set up some kind of like for billing. I don't know. Like I'll set up like an organization ID match or something like that. I, that that's relatively easy. Um, so yeah, so I managed to hack that a little bit just so that I could avoid building a, like a user flow or anything like that. And that's worked pretty well. So I hate to say it, but yet again, hoping by the end of this week, that dev will be all done and I can just like focus on the marketing. Um, okay. Like I, yeah, I, I don't even have a landing page. Like it's so funny <laughs> when I was thinking about what to say about progress. It's like, God, I've been developing for way too long. Like I need to get this out there. I can't believe how hard, like just getting this simple little integration working was like, ugh. Um, and I was having a funny discussion with uh, with a friend about, you know, Salesforce bought Heroku and so many people complain about how Heroku is dead or dying and it just hasn't been up updated and kept up to date. And it's like, oh, well, Salesforce also bought Slack. And when I look at all like the Java integration docs, <laughs> um, they were last update, updated in like 2020. I'm like, okay, well, that's maybe that's a sign or maybe nobody's building this stuff in Java. So, um, so yeah, so I, I'm, I won't, I will say I'm happy with my momentum. I wish the development was going a little better, but that's okay because I'm not getting, I'm not super blocked. I am still making progress. Um, but next up is finishing this up, deploying it, and then building a landing page. And then 
uh, once I've got a landing page, I'll start tweeting about it. And uh, I still plan to do a product hunt one. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to like just show people what, what I've been building. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty annoying that I've been dev for so long. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So um, the nice thing is as a result of the work that I've been doing, I'm like, man, do I need to start like a bullet train for Slack bots? Like, ugh, like having to do all the OAuth configuration or just like having up-to-date docs or an up-to-date client, something that makes it really easy to get started is right i mean it seems like a very missing uh, missing part yeah that's how i felt also when i made my first chrome extension Mm -hmm. it's like why isn't there like a a boot you know like a a bootstrap for this where absolutely it has a a bunch of javascripts that are already configured already have some common use cases like Mm -hmm. yeah because it like the the nice thing is that the slack has created a lot of code to make it easy but yeah, there's just a few gaps and like misunderstood things or things that could be reworded for clarity and just like, yeah, having like a little scaffold that just works would be really, would be really nice that you could just grab and run with. Right. Is there like a sandbox or do you just, you have to run this live on your own Slack environment? Um, you use your own Slack environment as the sandbox. Okay. So you can install, um, you can install the app via the like app management um like admin portal <laughs> like the developer portal you can install the you can install the you can install the app uh and it goes into your live slack and um and then but once you publish it so i haven't hit that part yet but once you're ready to distribute the app there's a couple steps um uh to allow you to do that um but then yeah it's, it's all just done through the app through the um slack directory that's the word they use. Okay. yeah goddamn slack <laughs> well it's it's funny like i got a little confused there for a while because um one of the events that i wanted to listen to was like channel joined but that's not an event that is part of like the event framework that slack will notify you on so you can like you can give them an api endpoint and they'll push events to you to be like oh i don't know like Somebody interact. Somebody sent you a message, or somebody replied to your message. Think like simple events like that. But there's hundreds of them. There's tons of these. And I was like, one of the cases I wanted to deal with was, oh, what if somebody invites your bot to another channel and wants notifications in that channel? And I was like, okay, I think I can support that very easily. So I looked and was like, all right, so let me handle this event. But that event doesn't exist in the regular like event stream. There's this real time messaging API that you need to use. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I started to read about it. And it from the docs, it looks like it was deprecated at one time. Or you can't deploy apps that use the real-time messaging API to the app store. You, it's, it's meant for personal apps only for some reason. And there's some events that are only available on this real-time messaging service. So I've been like, what the hell is this? Like, why does this exist? I don't understand. But... Uh, eventually I was like, oh, supporting multiple channels? Oh, uh, yeah, I thought I could do that. Cut that shit out immediately. Like, this is so stupid. I can't believe I thought to do it in the first place. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, just learning about some of the bumps and bruises of doing an integration like this. I feel like I haven't done a, done a, a big integration like this in a while. So, yeah. Talk about platform risk. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Salesforce must decide that Slack doesn't need to do any more as a platform because it's... <laughs> It's just chilling there. There's no doc. There's 
you know, been no updates to the documentation in two years. So, yep. so yeah, that's really what I got up to last week. It's a lot more than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for the, for the coming week, like I like I don't want to schedule any calls because mm-hmm. <laughs> I never know like how I'm gonna feel. Right. Like even for the podcast today, like if you would have asked me to record like an hour earlier, I think I would have said no. Like I, I feel like shit. <laughs> but I had a nap, and then it's like, oh, I feel better now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, having things on your calendar. Stressful. Yeah, it is. Am I gonna feel good at that time on that day? I'm just gonna play it by ear. Yeah, I think, I think that's I recall you. Sa- I think I recall you saying I needed a vacation. So <laughs> this is my vacation. <laughs> this is a shitty vacation, man. <laughs> take, yeah. Take take a vacation that's actually fun, not just like laying down <laughs> trying not to die. Yeah, and my whole family avoiding me. Like, <laughs> I'm all by myself in the living room. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the first rule of COVID is the second that you start being in, infectious, like, mm. claim the TV right away. <laughs> so, <laughs> go lay, go sprawl on the couch, yeah. lick the remote. It's mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my territory now. Exactly. That's what I did. The worst part is I had... I had family visiting, like, <laughs> oh. so like I, I, I didn't even know I had family that was coming over to stay. Mm. So you know they just show up and we're having dinner and then I'm just like, I, you know it's it, we're going through a heat wave so the AC is on. Yeah, but I started to to like get shivers like, mm. but that's really unlike me. Like I never get cold. I never think the AC is on too strong. Right. So I was asking my wife, are you cold? Because usually she's the first one to complain that it's too cold. <laughs> and she's there, no, no, it's fine. It's actually hot with everyone in here. Hmm. But then oh. I realized, okay. <laughs> I go take my temperature and sure enough, I got a fever. Ah, okay. That's why I'm shivering. Hmm. So yeah, for, so like for the, they, they stayed for like three days, basically. I was in the living room by myself, and they were like <laughs> hiding in the basement, or yeah, yeah. on the deck oh, in the geez. back, or, <laughs> or all in the kitchen. <laughs> I um, I've been meeting lots of people at this co-working space. Man, shouts out Quench to anybody who's listening. This co-working space is still amazing. Uh, still enjoying oh. it. Meeting lots of people all the time. Um, met a really interesting dude who is a fractional CFO. Um. And he, he kind of has like a, uh, he's very technical. Um, he's, he's in love with Web3 and blockchain technology and spends a lot of time reading about it. He works primarily with software companies. So, um, been chatting a lot with him. We went out to lunch, um, this, this, uh, <laughs> this morning or this afternoon. And, uh, I mentioned to him that, you know, I had spent some time working on in tax credits and, you know, I was like, oh, I worked in right. the shred program and now I, you know, consult and, and build products. And we go out to lunch, and, like, the first thing he says to me is, like, oh, yeah, so, like, tax credits, like, so you're, like, an expert in that. And I was, like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, know, I know I know it pretty well. And he's, so we were chatting about it, and he was, like, and I was, like, but I I made the executive decision in that moment to be, like, just say no. Say say you don't want to do it. Just, just be up front. Because part of me is, like, oh, is there some kind of partnership or offer happening here? And uh, I was, like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't do it anymore. Uh, I... I just, yeah, I just vetoed it. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. 
And then he was like, yeah, because like, you know, I've got some companies that I work with and I'm kind of looking for help in this area. And I'm just like, I just turned down free money. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it was going to be one of those moments where you know, I thought I got out, but they pulled me back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's, oh God, if the audit process wasn't such a pain or it, I, maybe, no, that's not true. If I could better emotionally handle the audit process, then it would be something I could totally do as like a, a part-time thing. Uh, but, oh my God, I can't anymore. I just can't. So yeah, I was like, oh yeah, sorry. And I was like, I, I'm happy to talk to you about it. And I've got some people I know and like in the industry. So I, I'd be happy to refer you. Uh, but I was like, oh God, I can't believe I'm turning down free money. Shit. It, it's not free though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not free. But yeah, it's it's funny how uh, you know it's not a solved problem even today. Like you know, talking with having that engineering advantage, it, I still look back at that business and think it's a shame I couldn't stomach it because yeah, like people want to deal with engineers. Yeah, I mean, I think that I mean in this case you you tried it and you don't like it, so I don't recommend yeah. it doing it. But I think it's always a great approach to to yeah to be the engineer at the non-engineer problem like oh right yeah you know you saying that reminds me earlier this week i saw a retweet of um some account that like retweets naval or like some summarizes a lot of naval ravikant's topics and into tweets and i read one that that really resonated with me and it said something to the effect of um find the people who need you the most i was like you know that's i've never really thought about it like that like Finding those not like who needs me the most, you know, define me. And it's like, you know, I'm a strong engineer. I'm personable. I know how to work on both sides of the fence. And it's like, who needs those people the most? So yeah, I've kind of been meditating on that a little bit of asking that question, but it's kind of an interesting way to, yeah, I mean, clearly they're like, clearly it worked there <laughs> of just being able to bridge yeah. those two worlds. I mean, I find that there's too many people that are devs and they're scratching their own itch as a dev and it's like yeah but the problem is every other dev also wants to scratch their own itch they don't want to buy a solution yeah yep yeah that would be like the number one like i not that i'm in a not that i'm in a position to give advice to anyone but if i were going to talk to a dev fret trying to do their own thing like that that would be the first thing i would say is like the first thing you're contending with is other devs who think that this is an easy problem and are willing to throw their time away to try to solve it yeah and like, yeah, showing them the value that actually the paid thing is the way. It's way easier, but I guess that's why engineering or mar- marketing to engineering people is so difficult. Or maybe difficult is not the right word. There's a, there are approaches to do. Did you see um, Anthony from Indie Worldwide is organizing a, like a co-founder speed dating event? No, I didn't see that. I, th- I think it's this week. I don't know. Or maybe oh. I just hallucinated the whole thing. Maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's basically you you sign up to the event, you you say whether you're a technical founder looking for a non-technical founder or vice versa. And then I think it's going to probably be like chat roulette. You just get matched up with a person, talk for 10 minutes if you hit it off and then get matched with someone else and continue. Yeah, I'll take a look at that. I I um I've been having not a lot of luck with uh indie worldwide and uh, the Founders Club recently. Like, oh no, 
maybe only one out of six people actually get back to me. Yeah, I've I've noticed that recently. Like, yeah, like it, in the early days, like it was a hundred percent. Like you, you know, like you you get CC you get CC'd with someone else randomly, right? Mm-hmm. And then Anthony just says, "You guys figure out a time to chat." And then either, you know, you're the first one to reply and say, hey, like, here's my Calendly or, mm-hmm. or they reply and give or suggest some times. And yeah, recently in the past few months, like at the, at, uh, like I was saying at the beginning, it was like a hundred percent success rate. Mm-hmm. Like one of us would reply first and the other one would respond within a day and we'd have a time on the calendar. And now like, like I reply, I reply sometimes even like a day late. <laughs> so like. And I get zero, like, radio silence. They never respond. And Yeah. Yeah. I have my first uh, meeting in about a month and a half uh, on Friday. And nobody responds. Or I've had a couple. I've had one guy respond and then, like, a half hour before he reschedules for the next week and then reschedules for the next week and then no shows. It's like, oh, my God. Like, so... Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'd like, you know, it, it's not like it's done out of malice. It just sucks because it's like, oh, I wish I could, uh, I wish meeting people, you know, or not that people took it more, se- yeah, that people took it more seriously. Like, it's okay if you, you want to skip a week, just, you know, at least respond. Well, damn, we should, we should tell Anthony. So, something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. Maybe it's going to spam or something. And this, and I mean, the fact that it's happening to both of us, mm. that means that it, you know, it, it's not a coincidence. Like there's, I don't know, maybe we're, we're being matched up with all the new people and new people are more likely to, to flake because they're scared. This is the first time they don't know. Mm. Or maybe they think this is, this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's okay. It's okay. Not to, it's okay to skip a week. Yeah. Just respond and say, Hey, I gotta skip this week. No worries. Right. Yeah. I had to bail on my, my person last week for obvious reasons. <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, that would be fun. I mean, meeting people online, doing cool things is always great. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah, I mean, I already have enough on my plate, but I just like the idea, like that. There's a non-technical co-founder out there for me, <laughs> soulmates. Exactly. And then we'll start something together. <laughs> you gotta, you know, you gotta put yourself out there, man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You gotta make yourself vulnerable. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I've got, really. I'm going to go back to napping. Cool. Sounds good. I will catch you next week. Yeah, hopefully I'll have more updates on the challenge. Yeah. Well, feel better first and then you know, get to it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, notes for the show are at startuptosomething.com. Uh, if you like the show, give it a rate and review. We'd love to hear from people who listen. It's so much fun. So yeah, well, I'll catch you next week. Bye. Later. <laughs>